This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. One continuous but he didn't break it up into paragraphs or into chapters, whatever. I did try a little bit to break it up, um, but the 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 general uh, the general background of his sefer on Hanukkah is that Hanukkah is to be seen as one of the Dalad Malchias, which it is, and understanding the whole Mahalach of Dalad Malchias is the the background for understanding Hanukkah. The Dalad Malchias, one is Gala Necholim, and this is what he starts with in the Neil. Chazei Havis Bechazoyim Laila, and Lelia. He says, I was dreaming at night. Vairu Arba Ruchishmaim Agichniyam Araba, and the four sides, the four winds are storming the sea. Vairba Chivin Rabba Ben Solkim in Yama, and four large animals come out of the Yam. Shonin Domindo, different. Each, you know, it's four different Chayas came out. For um, out of the yam, Kadmesa Ka'arya, the first one was like a lion, Vigapin in a Sharlay, it had wings of an eagle. Chazohavis Adamerita Gape in Atilas Minara, I watched it until its feathers, its wings fell off, and it left the world. While Raglin Ke'enishi Kimus, and then it stood like a human being, Ulavav Enishirvle, and you gave it the heart of a human being. Meaning that. The first Malchus came to an end. The first Malchus looked like a lion with wings of, a, of an, an eagle, and then it fell apart. The second one, Damila Doiv, it looked like a, a bear. Uh, the second animal was Doimetu Doiv. And he stood on one side with Las Alan Bifum Beishine, and it had three ribs between its teeth. And it said, or voice said, Kumi Achli Basar Sagi, let's eat a lot of meat. That's the second animal. After that, there was a third animal, like a leopard. It had four wings, the Ufal Gabei, that it flew with it. And it had four heads, and it was given Memsholo. Um, the fourth one was an extraordinarily frightening animal. It had metal teeth, very big ones. It was, um, it ground up everything with its powerful teeth, and anything that was left over trampled with its feet. It was different than all other animals and had ten wounds. This is the column of the Dalad Malchias brought in the Neil, and the Dalad Malchias were Bavel. These are Dalad Malchias that started from the end of Bayes Rishon until the Gula Sida. So after Bayes Rishon, the continuation to the Gula is through Dalad Malchias. The Bavel, there is um, Paras, there is Yovan, and there is Malchus Edoim Rome, which we still are part of Malchus. V'yesh Lishol, yes. It can't be that was a mikra. I want to explain a little bit the music of mikra that that he's talking about over here. The, the morale, when he uses the term mikra, 
he doesn't mean it in the way we normally use it as being not from God. When we say the word mikra, like in Allah Tamimi Bahamas carry carry Melosha Mikra, that a person thinks it's just circumstance and and not uh Baruch Hu. I mean obviously the morale is not saying that this is the only time it's not mikra. The morale also uses the term mikra in different ways. He says big things are not be mikra, um Malchus are not um Shiva Malchus are not be mikra. He uses the term mikra in the context of um, special events are not be mikra. So what he means mikras is following. The things that are things events that are not connected they're not part of an overlying pattern are called a mikra even Klaapakarish Baruch does everything that's right and therefore if somebody died it's not the Pshat that was the mikra that it just happened but Akarish Baruch was Geyser Kates on a person's life but that death is not part of the other person who died a week later someplace else. There is no discernible mahalach of, of a pattern of Ashgacha that connects those events. So when the Maral is speaking here about Mikra, he's speaking about interconnected events of a larger scope. You're talking about inyanim that are part of a larger mahalach. So Lamashal, the Dalad Malchis that he's talking about. There was an avur here. There was an avur that was going to be Dalit Malchis. So it could be Akarish Baruch who just put the, the um, I don't know what it is, the, the, the video or the tape on fast forward. And he said, okay, we're here. We got a bubble coming up, and then there's a yavan coming up, and there's a paras coming up, and there's an edam coming up, and then there's the gula coming up. It, it's each, it, it, just a bunch of events that, that you can fast forward and project them all. He says, the, the moral says, it can't be that such universal events of such sweeping scope are to be seen mikra. I mean, Bavl did some nice things, Christ did some affairs, and Gashbrok sent the Bavl. And then it was, Bavl did bad things, and they fell apart, so Yavan Paras was the next strongest Malchus, and they were just waiting to pounce on him. It's part of a larger pattern where they're interconnected. Raki says, Ki kach mechaev seida oilomai shesida It must be part of a seder. So the key word in the Maral that is the opposite of Mikra is Seder. A Seder is an organization of things means that the things fall within a larger pattern. Colors to colors, size to size, um, price to price. There's some overlying um, framework which puts things together. That is the Metzias um, of Seder. And the opposite of Mikra, so he says it cannot be this was a Mikra. Vim Cain. And if you're telling me that it is a Seder, so that begs the question, Loma Arba Malchis Dafka. Why Dafka Arba Malchis? Um wanted to punish the world, he wanted to um, punish Kaisal. It could have been one Malchus, or could have been just a numerous amount of Malchis. Dalad Malchius seems to be part of a pattern, Dafka for Malchius, and Dafka these Malchius. And the next uh, the point where, where you see that it's not a coincidence, but rather it's part of a pattern. These Dalad Malchias were, were um, quoted, Chazal associate 
a Pasek and Breshis with these Dalad Malchis. The Pasek and Breshis lists different things um, that were lacking in the Briya Soilam, different negative phenomena, and these Dalad Malchis are Marumas. Reb Shirin Shlokish Pasekro B'Malchis. The Pasek words, Aisa Soyu V'Avoyu, V'Chosh Rapnei Sahoy means the world when it started out, before HaKadosh Baruch Hu imposed Oyer and Abriya on it, the world had four negative areas, four negative qualities. There was Toihu, and there was Boihu, and there was Choshech, and a Tohoim. Not, we don't know exactly what the words mean, but they don't sound good. None of them sound very good. They're all something um, negative. So it, it, the Shaila is what phenomena that we have in the world today are parallel or rooted in those phenomena. So Chazal say, when it says toihu, it's referring to malchus bavel. When Yirmiyah looked around at the churban that malchus bavel made in the world, or the malchus bavel they will make, he called it toihu. That's one. Uboihu, zumalchus madai. Shenemar vayavhilu lahavis haman. So you see, there's a boihu associated with malchus madai. They, they, they were gzeir of chayshech. Shehoisa emers and kiswal keren asher. Shein lechem chelik v'lekei Yisrael. Al pnei tohaim. Zumalchus harisha. A tohaim is an abyss, and this refers to edoim. Shein lechayke kima tohaim. It seems endless, just like an abyss has no end to inside. Malchus edom, which we still live on the malchus edom, is has no end to it. Ma tohoim just like the abyss has no, um, you you can't get to the end of it. That is what's lacking in the world. What's positive? On top of that world, which was which had all these things in it, like it says, Fine. So you see that in the Bria itself you had these Dalad Machis set up. So why is it that Akash Prochu was Mesada Dalad Machis? This shows this this Chazal shows a much deeper um, root to the Dalad Malchis. If the Dalad Malchis were to come on top of something that exists, in other words, Klal Yisrael exists, and Klal Yisrael has in itself all sorts of, they did good, they did bad, and then HaKadosh Baruch decides, I'm going to send Dalad Malchis to punish them, to take away the Melucha, or whatever it is. So that is less Seder and more Mikra than this case. For instance, if somebody, if, if, if I build a house and then the person, the person got sick and needed antibiotics and then the person got sick and needed oxygen and the person got sick and needed something else and somebody looks at the house and he finds those things stacked in the house. So collapse the house, those are really secondary. In other words, the house is a house, people live there. It happens to be that early on when a person was living there, one guy got sick and needed antibiotics, and then somebody needed oxygen, and somebody needed something else. 
So there would still be a certain gather of a mikra. It's 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 an it's it's uh, it's, it's basic, but it's still coming afterwards. But let's say a person says, when I start building the house, I need lumber X amount, um, steel X amount, bricks X amount, and 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 something else, and glass X amount. So all of those elements are seen as being intrinsic to the house. If at the very moment that I built the house, I need it, so I can't look at these things as being okay. The guy, the guy that was building the house, he said, "Hey, you know, I cut my finger, can you get me a bandaid, or." It, I'm cold, can you get me a cup of coffee? Th- th- those are things that come up afterwards. But if I start by saying I need these elements, then Balkarchach, they are intrinsic to the Binyan. So therefore, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu took Toyu and Boyu and Choyshech and Tehoim, and the very first material that we meet in the world is called Toyu and Boyu and Choyshech and Tehoim. So that means that these four things are very basic, um, I, I don't know if the right word is building blocks, but very basic elements in what the world is. Or, or, or else it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the Pasuk of Bereshit before by Oyer. Okay, so he says, um, so now he gives his shadow over here. Ubir zeh. It is appropriate that these Malchias are mentioned over here. Let me explain this. This is a very, very important point, and it's very central to a lot of, of, of the of the points that he's going to make. The 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 the, the fact that we see Akharish Baruch Hu as being perfect. And the fact that we see HaKadosh Baruch as being creator does not seem to us to be the same. It just, we sort of like to give HaKadosh Baruch every wonderful title, so we call him perfection, we call him creator. Fine. We are created beings, so that means that one problem, and we're also not so terribly perfect. So that's the second problem. The imperfection and being a creature of HaKadosh Baruch Hu seems to be just two different things. HaKadosh Baruch Hu being perfect and HaKadosh Baruch Hu being the source for the Bria, that is also not a correlate. It just, it just kind of goes together. You know, everything that's good is said about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, everything that's bad is said about us. Like the Piyutim, when you say Yom Kippur, you know, we say HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu is Melech and we're Melech and everything, any any positive adjective is used HaKadosh Baruch Hu, any negative is used for us. But it doesn't seem to be linked. The morale always says it, and it's a, it's a deeper nakuda that it's one and the same. And let's explain it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence is, um, is, is uh, not only eternal, but it's axiomatic. HaKadosh Baruch Hu exists in the sense that there never could have been a situation without existence, and there never can be a situation where it's where to exist. A human being, there was a situation when he did not exist, and there might possibly be a situation when he will not exist. But the person himself, but, but the, 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 the person's metzius is that he cannot be eternally existent both forever before and forever afterwards. So that means 
that the person is lacking something. There is a chisorin in something because the, the person had, if the person were perfect, then his mitzias contains itself. The fact is that a human being, as a creature from Akkadish Baruch Hu, will not exist till you came along and helped me. For instance, if I am born knowing how to uh, walk or crawl or whatever a child is born with, so I can say I am a, ch- a child is a mobile entity because he's born knowing how to walk. If a child is not born knowing how to walk and he needs someone to teach him how to walk, so the child is not the etzer mobile. He's not intrinsically mobile. He's mobile because someone is teaching him how. I was lacking either the knowledge, the strength, the, the dexterity, whatever it is, the fact that it didn't start without someone else doing it means that, that it's not inborn. Those things that I know because I know that a child knows instinctively, like to be scared of a loud noise. So a child is born some cautious, let's call it. But those things that someone have to come along and say, listen, don't play with fire, don't play with electricity, don't play with this, don't play with that, that means I'm lacking that knowledge my understanding is not perfect, Leharaya that I needed someone to come and to tell it to me. Any time that something originates from a point outside of it, it means that that thing is lacking on its own and it's coming from someplace else. If, I, if for me to go into, let's say I'm a, a very good carpenter, so I can go to somebody's house and fix something for him. So I am a carpenter intrinsically a carpenter. But a businessman, since I need capital to start the business with, I need somebody else's money to start it with. So, so I'm not a businessman, I'm someone else's. The fact that we are created from a Kaddish Baruch who means that we have, we have certain shortcomings by definition. Because if we were perfect, then, then why shouldn't we always exist? Why shouldn't we always be? It, it must be that we are limited and limited in in a, in 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 a, in in as global way as possible, and those limitations are the reason why somebody has to bring us into existence, and why we needed help to get started. And those limitations, those shortcomings, are our some shortcomings. So flesh and blood has shortcomings. It it doesn't last forever. It needs to be put together. There are different shortcomings in everything. That that that's why it needed to start with something outside of itself rather than inside the system. So th- these are the words that he's saying over here. <speaking in Hebrew> means something more than the word created by, but something whose existence is brought into reality by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It cannot be <speaking in Hebrew> that that is with, is not lacking something. When when I say that A brought B into existence, that means B is lacking something, because or else it would be there already. Those chesronos are the dalad malchis. In other words, when I when I um, for me to be a carpenter. All it requires is me to go to somebody's house and fix chairs. For me to be a businessman, I require I need capital. I need to buy inventory. I need to buy stock. 
So if I ask somebody, where is the business's vulnerable point? Capital. I mean, I could stand in store and sell all day. I don't have a problem with selling. But I need, I need, I need stuff. And if the stuff is stuck and I can't buy new inventory, I can't sell it. So the place that I needed help to get started is the point of vulnerability that I can lose it. And if I want to point out what's the, the a, a carpenter doesn't stop working if he doesn't have capital. He just comes and fixes the chairs. The businessman with no capital flow, he can't buy and he can't sell. So if I'm to point out where is the point of vulnerability of a particular element, it's the place that it was lacking and needed help to get started. It's almost I'm almost defining it. I'm saying if the reason why A never got started because it was lacking point one, so when I give it point one, point one is what I can is is where the flaws are, where the problems are, and where I can take it away from it. So if the world has basic chesronos, tohu, vohu, choshech, and tehom, the pasuk says these four elements. Before Akadosh Baruch Hu brought the world into focus, it was suffering from four problems. That means that these problems are intrinsic to the world, and any time you you and any time something happens, those are going to be the weak spots. It's just like a house, a building can't stand by itself. It needs beams to support it. So the best way to knock the house down is to knock the beams down. I'm not giving advice to anybody, but the weak point of the house are the beams, because that is, before there were beams, the house would collapse. I put beams in to hold the house up, knock those beams down, and that's, there you've got the weak spots. If you touch something that's not structural, it's not gonna, it's not gonna knock the building down. So, so the point of weakness is where the point of beginning is. Where you need it to fill in something is where the problems will start. So since the, the world at the start had toyu and vayu and choyshech and tohom, those are the those are the points that the world is lacking. And obviously I'll explain a little bit what they are. Bimela, when problems crop up, they manifest themselves as results of their tohu, vavo, and choshech. So the Dalad Malchias, which came about later in the world, those Dalad Malchias, the Ra of those Dalad Malchias is simply showing, it's simply expressing in the world what happens when you sort of knock down a little bit, in, um, you, when, when, when you damage some of the support, if you damage some of the positive oil that HaKadosh Baruch put in the Bria, then the first flaws you're going to see are the Toyu, the Voyu, the Choyshech, and the Tehoim. Just like if I knock a beam down, the walls are going to start collapsing in the same way where it needed the support to start with, the, the world will start producing this Ra, which is a reflection of it. So, the, the, the Dalet things of Toyu, Voyu, Choyshech, are those intrinsic shortcomings that the world has as, as, as a world, and why it needs a Baruch to prop it up. To create order and and bracious. when those things, when as as the bria goes on, when those things are are affected, when some of the of the toiv of the of of, of the of, of the shivasimay bracious fall under, you're left with 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 those chesronos of toivayachayshach, which became which are which they manifest up in the world as bubble paras yavan. And, and Edek. 
Okay, so we're holding over here by the Chisarn uh, of the Dalt Malchis, and then he'll explain what the Chisarn Dalt Malchis is. Yes? Okay, he says, Vachisarin Azeim Dalt Malchis. Bri itself must have a Chisarin because it's Dalt Malchis. The fish are Malchis, the Elam in Math, and Kwedashim is for a Kolomot. Because these Malchis are Mimayat, the Kwed of Hashem in this world. Vikasha Nivra Elam and Hashem is for a um, it should have everything should have been under the Rishos Vakash Baruchu. Kashem is Baruch Barakol. Well, the Kach Akol Roshi and Nivel Chodei. Al Kenim to Ben Abriya Yefshes Shalobichisarim, and therefore these marks of the Chisarim. So the Maral is saying that there is a built-in Chisarim of Dalat Malchis. What is the area of Chisarim? The area of Chisarim is that. The Mimayat, the Kveid Hashem is Baruch, they show Ke'ilu that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not, um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is lacking something in this world. Now let's explain a little bit, because it's very important the concept of Kveid Shemayim versus a Chisorin in Kveid Shemayim, and that these Dalat Malchis are, the Chisorin is that they're showing a Chisorin of Kveid Shemayim. Certainly, the world is an Ivra, and the world is not a Kaddish Baruch. So, in the best of circumstances, the world is an, an entity that's distinct from a Kaddish Baruch. That's not a Chisorin in the world necessarily, that, that's the Mitzvah of the world. A Kaddish Baruch who made this world a Kvaidai. The Kvaidai of a Kaddish Baruch who is always the showing how a Kaddish Baruch who expresses himself in vehicles outside of himself. In other words, when a king, the cover of a king is his purple uniform, his throne of gold, his chariot, that means the people setting up, all of those things are objects around him that show themselves to be agents of the king. The king's chariot is different, and the king's chair is different, and his palace is different. That's what the music of Kavod is always. Kavod is when those things around you take on the same picture of the Malchus. It's the way the Melech is reflected within the Malchus. That is the Kavod. So if the world were perfect, and when it will be perfect, that means there is not a part of the world that's void of Kvayt Shemayim. Meaning everything in the world reflects that it is that it is a vehicle for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When there is a Chisarin, it means that the world is not reflecting it. There are two levels of Chisronos. For instance, if a person is about Taiva, and he doesn't have Veira because of Taiva, a Muma L'Tayavayin, that's lacking Kvayt Shemayim, that's lacking in, in, in a reflection of Kvayt Shemayim, but it's it's not an alternative to Kvayt Shemayim, it's a Chisar in Kvayt Shemayim. So a person does a various and he's a Muma L'Tayavayin, he shows, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a corner in his Metzias that's dark, and it's not really giving over Kvayt Shemayim. So just like if the king, if some part of the palace is dusty, so that's lacking in Kvayt of the Malchus, and in that area we say there's no Malchus, for instance, if a king if a king has a big country and there are parts of it that are not paved and there's no electricity 
and, and no running water, we say it's a neglected part of the kingdom. That part of the kingdom is not reflecting the king's rule over it. It's, it's, it seems to be outside the realm. The deeper mahalach of, 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 of a snagdus to Kochamayim is where there's a lot of little kings standing up and saying, it belongs to me. Just like if the king has a country and part of it is, is being ruled by terrorists or, or, or breakaways or, or whatever you have. So those areas are hefech Kochamayim in a in a positive way. Positive meaning they are anti Kvechamayim. And it's not just a pshak that's a lack of Kvechamayim, but that's a steer to Kvechamayim. So the Chisarin and the Bria are those areas where there is an a Ke'ilu lack of Kvechamayim. The Malchias of uh, these four Malchias are not just people who happen not to be towing the line, like they're not such big tzaddikim. Every Malchus by its nature is automatically set against HaKadosh Baruch Hu unless it acknowledges HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A Stama person is a person. So he's doing more mitzvahs, less mitzvahs, but it's not setting him against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A Malchus by its nature means it's an entity of importance in its own right. And there's a Lushen here put on the bottom from the Guraya. It says, Stam Malchus HaOretz Misnagid L'Malchus a normal Malchus of Aretz is in contrast to Malchus It opposes Malchus Shemayim. And that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't want so much counsel to have a Melech. Vezeh, who is referring to Nimrod, Haya Melech Harishan, and Suffolk Shemayimra Elam Allah. The first king was called Nimrod because that's the Matthias of a Melech. By, by proclaiming your own Malchus, you're being married in Kvayt Shemayim. So the, the Dalad Malchias are the four areas where there's room for a, a, a revolutionary government to proclaim its own Malchus. There is a, another Metzias that's standing up and saying, I am a Malchus and not a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So the world in its, in its whole Metzias, the perfection of the world would be where it's Kvayt Shemayim. So just like a, a, a Levana's perfection is where it completely reflects the, the rays of the sun, in as much as it's reflecting its own self, it's as much as it's dark and it's, and it's rocky and it's not reflecting the sun, it's lacking something, in as much as it's reflecting another sun, then it's really hefech of, of, of Malchus Shemayim. So these Malchias are Malchias Kinegra Kadosh Baruch Hu, and the Malchus of it means that automatically, if it's a Malchus that's not in line with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it's against it. Um, it's one of the reasons, for instance, the, the taking something that's sort of parallel to this. If a person doesn't have air, let, let's give a very, very, very practical marshal. Um, let's say somebody is sitting in, 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 a, in, in a base medrash and he's moving with Chavusa. Okay, so a base medrash is supposed to learn. If, if somebody's not learning, so he's not learning. It's, it's, a, it's a chisarn of some sort. If there's a chabura of a reivam hadas melach shmuzing, so there the pshat is you're setting up a station. There's there's aron kodesh with farm on one side, and there's a chabura of of on the other side. There's something of when when you set up an entity of zelumaser, that's when it becomes a, a, a merida. So a malchus by its nature, a malchus means it's it's a focal point of power. 
And since these are the fringes where there is no Kuwait Shemayim, these are the Chesronus of the they automatically become against HaKadosh Baruch The end of Hashem in Hashem is Now he adds another point which is important. The end of Hashem in Hashem is Baruch Ki ein ha-head of HaChisron mipulas poil klal. Here the morale says a Nekuda um, that he reinforces a lot. That it says the the uh, that anything which is chisarin is not mipulas poil cloud. It means as follows: one of the shilas is can there be ra coming from a kaddish baruch The the the, the um, general assumption is not. So how can a kaddish baruch have created halakim that are ra? How can HaKadosh Baruch have brought into the world elements that are wrapped? So Morel says here a little bit of a Hezbollah. These are not the positive Nekudas of Ra that HaKadosh Baruch brought into the world, but rather what the world is lacking because it's not Vishlemus, uh, it's not a Dabashalim. For instance, if I, um, if I teach somebody, and I teach them things that are wrong, so those things that I told them that are wrong, I brought in wrong things to him. Like like it says by Yoyov and, and, and uh, Shol and Zohar uh, and Zecha. If I teach somebody something that's wrong, then then I'm sort of speak at fault. And that chisarin is my chisarin. I taught him this thing which is which is which is Shekhar. But let's say I teach everything Emis. Except that the Talmud's ability to um, absorb the information is limited and at some point, I've reached like the overflow buffer. It's it, it's not going in anymore. It's past this point. There's nothing. I guess somebody took it seriously. <laughs> the, the, the 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 overflow buffer is 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 at that point is fixed, and nothing more goes in. So so the the chisarin is not my chisarin, but it's the chisarin because the Talmud is not it doesn't have a clear kibble for my entirety, only a, a, a small part of it. So the same thing. These Dalad Malfias are the chisarin and the bria. The Bria is limited, and everything limited means there comes a point when it no longer is. So just if I say somebody's IQ is limited, it means past point X, nothing's going to go in. If I say this cup is limited, it means more than a half a liter is not going to go in. The world is an olo, which means it's limited. At the fringes of it, so to speak, at the ed- ends of it, that's where you get to the area that's not shalom, and that's where the problem starts. Just like a, a beggar unravels at its fringes, the world unravels, quote unquote, at its fringes. So he says it, he said, that heder and chisarin never come from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I believe, I'm just saying there's a lot of an Ezra very similar to it also, that the, the chisarin is not of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's doing. It's, it's a lack of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but not the Maise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, at this point of Chisarin, the Malchias um, began ruling at the world. So the ends of the Bria are the ends of where the Hashvah goes. At those ends, you have the beginning of Chisarin and the Malchias of Chisarin and Rav. And this is something that ought to be nirmas at the very beginning of the Bria. 
מאחר כמצד עצם הבריאה יורוי שיהיה הכל תחס לשוס השם יסברה. The moral is saying over here the following point. You, you, things, there's a, there's a, there's a lotion that moral uses in a few places where he says that opposites, um, things that are completely opposite to each other are be'etzim dealing with the same nekuda. In other words, when I, when I say um, black and gray, there's no point of commonality. They're just the colors maybe, but nothing else. If I say oranges and apples, the, the fruit, but it's not one thing. If I say hot and cold, so I'm, there's, there's a clear point of divergence where direction A is one and the other direction, minus direction A, is the other. From X amount degrees and further is hot, from X amount degrees and further down is, is, is cold. The, those things in the world that are real opposites, it's because they're dealing with the same event. Um, wherever there's kvayt shemayim, there can be chil shemayim. In the same, in the same, in the same mitzvah of kiddush Hashem, the opposite of kiddush Hashem is chil Hashem. If a person is not yared valyaver, so he's mechal kvayt shemayim. Though, because in monavshak, this mice is either being mekadesh kvayt shemayim or being mechal kvayt shemayim. The opposite things are dealing with the same nekuda. So, if we're dealing with something here that is very much at the root of what a nivra is. A nivra is that which reflects HaKadosh Baruch Hu's covenant. HaKadosh Baruch created the world L'Chvoidoi, L'Chvoidoi Barosiv Yitzartiv Afasisiv. So, the, the whole world is created meaning the whole world is an, uh, an exterior being that completely reflects HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, so, the opposite of it is um, the opposite of that is Chil uh, Just like, for instance, if a person in, in, in a palace or in the, or, or in the king's uh, office, everything there is supposed to reflect the majesty of the king. Everything is spit and polished, everything is highest quality, and so on. If a guy leaves a wad of gum sticking on the desk of the king, so it's not just lacking Kvayt Shemayim, that, that's, that's kind of grounds for court-martial. It's, it, it's one thing when you leave a wad of gum on a bench someplace in the, in, in a, in a other location, and it's one thing in the place that's supposed to reflect the king's pride and majesty, everything in this room reflects his, pa- his might, his power, his, his influence, so anything that's the opposite of that becomes the, 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 the Metzius that's Hefer. So when the world came into being, that parasha of gracious of um, is the is the shayrish and the very shayrish is kvoit and that's where the inyan of of kvoit is 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 the root, the very root of what's what's happening. Hakadosh took a world, brought a world into being to reflect his kavod. All the problems that are there at that point are the problems of chilashem or a malchus that's hefech of Kvayt So any problem that can be found in that Shreyrish of Dascholos Abriya is rooted in, um, is, is, it becomes malchus that are opposed to Kvayt So he says, that thing is, it's most appropriate 
that it be alluded to at the very beginning because toyu voyu choyshech and tahom are the opposite of what was when HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Yehi Oyer he said there's a horror of a likus coming in so the choyshech is the opposite of it he said Yikovu HaMayim so that, that things should take on a shape and it's Surah Mesuyemes which are a reflection of Shemayim so the, 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 the toyu and voyu are that opposite so at the point of creation you have the etzim creation which is oyer yikavu amayim and 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 so that stops at the gvul of where there's no oyer there's choyshek at the gvul of of of, of yikavu v'yisiraya basha yavet tahoyim and 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 so on and so forth. So we mele the whole world itself, the sherish of the bria is kvoidoi, and this is a a half um, of it. By the way, just a maima musket to reinforce the point we're making. It's very different than the world understands kvoid. In the, the understanding of the world Kavayt Shemayim and as, uh, as a guy would say everything was created for the greater glory of God in the following sense you know I'm sitting and like at a dinner I guess I'm sort of being honored and somebody's tickling my ego with nice things and, and that's Kavayt um, so the covet is sort of the, 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 the tickling of one's ego by somebody uh, saying nice things about me. There is no way we can associate that midah with HaKadosh Baruch HaSveshom. That, that is a midah p'chusa. That would be appropriate HaKadosh Baruch um, that, That's That's a, a midah maguna b'yaisa. The real covet is the ability for me to impose my vision and understanding and and uh, outlook on everything around me. Just like a melech imposes his mitzvahs on the malchus. A real melech is not there to, to sap up the money from the people. It's the desire to rule over people so that I direct them and form them and, and, and shape the country to fit a vision or an understanding That is the covet of the one running it. It, it, it. It's a reflection of his das and seichel and power and so forth. Right. There is nothing that can oppose the thing itself. In other words, nothing can really be out to destroy itself. You can't have, just like a person can't be allergic to himself, or else he wouldn't exist, and, and God forbid the few illnesses where people antibodies go against their own cells, it's, it's, it's a horrible. There can't be something coming from a person that is 
uh, that is against him. When a person does any action, as long as the person is normal, I assume he's doing it for his own benefit. When I look for a motive to, to, to why a person is doing something, I say he's doing it to try to improve his matzah or whatever. Because it's axiomatic that nothing can produce something against itself. So since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is... The etzim mitzias of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world is called Kvaidai. So everything in the world perforce has to be Lechvaidai. And the things that are Ke'ilu Kinegad HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's because they haven't been touched by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's because those are areas of the Bria that Ke'ilu where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hashpa came to a stop. V'dov zin ha'klalu ha'kakol nivu Lechvaidai. V'im kein... So if so, I'm reiterating my question, he says, how can you have Malchias that are Mevatl Kvayda Hashem Yisbara? Rak, he says, It's the Chisern of the Bria. Just like the Talmud that I'm teaching, I'm teaching everything the way I know it. Because that's the Tev of a Rebbe, that he teaches the Talmud the way he understands. He's trying to present his vision of Emes. So those things that the Talmud learned, those things that the Talmud understands that are hefech of what the Rebbe taught him, it's not the Pshat that he was taught these things, but out of those areas where he stopped understanding what his Rebbe said, and but mainly he understands the opposite. Because the Chisarin is not coming from HaKadosh Baruch So the morale is saying, these Dalad Malchias are four points of anti-Kvayt Shemayim that are automatically built into the Bria. The Bria, by its being limited, automatically is begging for a problem. Anything that's limited is lacking something. For instance, when I take a, a, a globe and I try to impose the image of a globe onto a flat map, I lose something because I've taken something and tried to squeeze it into a narrow place. If I have to pack up stuff and I have only a certain amount of boxes, there's going to be stuff left over. Anything that, that, that is forced into a, a metzias smaller than itself is going to lose something. So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Bria, the Bria is by definition smaller than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's an olul from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's, it's defined and has clear boundaries. So at those boundaries, those, there is going to be a distinct lack of Kvayt and a lack of Kvayt is um, realized most strongly by a Malchus. This Malchus is presenting itself at this, up to this point, Malchus Shemayim, from this point onwards, and
Malchus are the place where there is a chisarn in the Bria. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch who created a Bria, by nature, by definition, since the Bria is limited, and there are, where the Bria comes to an end, there is Mokam Chisarn that he calls, there is something lacking, and those areas are where the Chisarn is. The muscle we gave is like a um, person has a garment, the garment is strong, except that the edges is where it unravels, because the teva is that things unravel at where they stop. That there's no more from the, at the point where begit meets no begit is where you get the hisar. Now he's going to explain why dalad malchias why for lekach amud dalad by us lekach malchias royu sheyu dalad kia malchias him yitzia mikvoda yisbarach v'hu yisbarach echad v'em tsoi umisyached al echad. When you're picturing an entity that has in itself the center or the thing itself and where things are going out from it, you get one versus four. In other words, let's take a picture of a garment. The closer you get to the center of the garment, so to speak, is where the garment is centered at. That's where, that's where you have the garment. As you leave the middle of the garment and you go outwards, you can go in four different directions. Because any place on a surface, uh, on the earth, the world that we have, that you're going away from the center, there you have four directions. The compass has four directions, and, it, and even on the earth, which is, a, which is a globe, you can only travel in basically four directions. So anytime we're looking at an outward direction, it's four. Anytime we're looking at an inward direction, it's one. So most everything that is an inward direction is towards the middle, and it is one. That's the, the kilo, just like even on a physical object, the midpoint is usually where you can balance the whole thing. The center of gravity, so to speak, is where you can put your finger underneath it and balance the whole thing at one point. It acts as if all the weight was concentrated on one point. So the point of middle, what's called emtsoi, is the most essential feature of the thing itself, and that is Akadosh Baruch in the world. And Akadosh Baruch is one. So since the center point is where all points con- converge to become one point, that's Kila Akadosh Baruch That's one. And the, the direction outwards is any one of a combination of four directions. So in how many ways can travel away from the center in four different directions? So the Kodesh Baruch is one. Anything that's in the middle. And that's why the word Lamashal. Chazal that speak about the word middle should be understood like that. It says Yerushalayim is the middle of the world. What does it mean? Uh, Yerushalayim is the middle of the world. Yerushalayim is the middle of Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is the middle of Yerushalayim. It doesn't mean a geographical middle. A, because on a globe, everything's a middle. There's no, there's no point that you can't get a, a uh, midpoint. But rather, it's the focus point where everything becomes one and not separate units. Um, let me give you another example. It just, I, 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 it's important to get examples of different areas because he's dealing with a concept here. He's dealing with an idea that takes place in different things and it's true in, in a lot of different worlds. Let's say you have a big um, manufacturing plant, and you. When the question is, where is the middle of that manufacturing plant? Obviously, not talking about the square middle, just measure the building. That's that's a meaningless entity. 
so we say like this. This this um, manufacturing plant has a lot of different departments. One guy, one place is a PR department, and they, they're dressed very nicely, and they're very pleasant to you, and please come in and let me show you around. The security, it's very brusque, and they say, who are you, what are you doing here, what's your business here, what are you here for? There's a, a, a marketing department which calls up people, and the sweetest tone of voice says, would you like to see our product? Anytime it's convenient for you, we'll come over, we'll show you in this net. There's an ordering department that is always picking up the phone very angry and saying, where's the order? It's, it's, it's a day late and, and you promised to be on time and we're going to cancel on you and this and that. It's, they're all different departments and different attitudes and different types of people and so on and so forth. The place where everything is going to snap together, where there's one place in the factory that is running all the departments in harmony. You know, it's how much stuff has to be ordered, how much stuff has to be sold, um, where the manufacturing take place, the one point that that one department that coordinates all the other departments is going to be the center. And in that, and, and, and it's, that is where the picture comes into focus. Just like when you have a lens that's blurred, you see a lot of copies of what you're looking at. And then when it comes, when it crashes the focus, you see one thing. In the factory, every department you see something else. And, and the place where all of them snap together and say, ah, it's one picture. It's a place that's manufacturing shoes. So they got to order leather, leather from here and make sure it comes in time. They, they've got to sell it in these stores and make sure it's sold on a lot of sold and so on and so forth. That is center versus periphery. And that, anytime the word emtsa is mentioned in Chazal, as, and it's mentioned mostly as a very, very positive value, and there's down here on the footnote, there's a list of a few places where the Maral speaks about emtsa is not gashmi, emtsa shaykh lektusha, oilam hashom emtsoi, a lot of places where he uses this term emtsa to mean that. And that is also why emtsa is one. By definition, emtsa is where all the points transverse, all the, all the different axes transverse, and you get a midpoint, at the, at the intersection you get a midpoint that includes all of the different axes that can transverse th that figure. That's why the Beis HaMikdash and Yerushalayim are one, because they are meant to take the entire world and bring it into one focus. The world has a million different things going on. What's the tachlis of it all? If without the Beis HaMikdash, where the tachlis is to bring everything to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the world doesn't have a point that brings it together. And that's the reason why the Lamites Malachis are connected the Lamites Malachis of the Mishkan and also connected Bria Sa'ilam because the, the Beis HaMikdash includes in itself a microcosm of the entire world. It has to be that way because since the Beis HaMikdash is the focal point of the entire world, the Beis HaMikdash is the point on earth where animals have meaning and plants have meaning and, and Shtia has meaning and Achila has meaning and Akhtara has meaning and Zvich has meaning. Anything that is an important element in the world finds its place there. So if the world consists of Lamed of Embriya Olam consists of a certain amount of Pu'ulos, a certain amount of, of, of essential activities, they, in a miniature way, will be found in the Beis HaMikdash. So by looking at what makes the Beis HaMikdash a Beis HaMikdash, you can properly extrapolate to what made the world into a world. And the Heim Be'em Olam, and they are located in the middle of the world, it's Gemara and Yuma, because the right appropriate place, position for that is the midpoint. Yisrael is one nation. 
Now, Klal Yisrael being one nation, I also want to explain. I mean, we, we say a whole tefillah on that. Ata echad, v'shimcha echad, v'mika amcha Yisrael goy echad ba'aretz. Amiyachtim shimcha. Shemoy sheyos am echad, amiyachtim shimcha. The Gemara is a pasuk that it says, Chazal say that that all Umas Olam, Rashi says, have in themselves Malachim, Mehem Malachim, Mehem Neviim, Mehem Kohanim. Every, 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 different Umas Olam have different Tchunos. Some Umas Olam have Kohanim, some have Malachim, some have others. Kalal Yisrael is unique, it's a Krocha de Kula, Rashi says. It's a, it's, it's a city, or it's, it's, it's an entity that has everything in it. Because all, anything that can be found in the Bria, you find in Kalal Yisrael, because Kalal Yisrael is Koyal everything. So Bemela, Kalal Yisrael, when it's Bittikunai, is a focal point for everything the world does. And Bemela, it has to be able to incorporate it. It has to be able to use the Yoyfi of Yavan, of, of Yafes, if we're on the Inyan Adyayma. It has to be able to use the, the, the Mincha that, that Esav is going to bring back. It has to be able to use the Inyanim of each, of each the Brachas that was supposed to give to Esav. Everything that's supposed to have a Matthias in the world is... Kalal Yisrael knows how to make use of it. So Kalal Yisrael is Am Echad, and then Be'emtza, because that's Mesugal. Kalal Adova, Dova Shu Echad Mesugal Emtza. And that which goes away from that midpoint is Keneged for which is going out in four directions. Sheish from Yitzim and Emtza. And therefore, Malchis Him Dalit, those Malchis that are the standard bearers of Going away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, there are four different Malchis. Can I get Dalad Ruchos Ayetzim Emtsoi? For Lachain Dorash Miloshon Toyev Avoy Dalad Malchis. That's why the Drasha of Toyev Avoy Chazal Dash and Dalad Malchis. They said the following. The pasuk says that before Hakadosh Baruch Hu put the Bria together, the world had problems. In other words, Gracious Barulikim Hakadosh Baruch created a Bria, and the Bria as such had had four weak points. That Tohu, Vo, Choshech, and Tohu. Those four areas are the fringes of, of, of the kingdom, so to speak, where the kingdom is, is cut short, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus just doesn't extend anymore. What they have in common is this thing. They are um, their kingdom contradicts Akash Baruch's kingdom and they keilu proclaim Akash Baruch is not one. So the, the, the these Dalat Malchis are Kilo Astira. The Kilo saying there are areas in the world that Kashbaku does not exist, and therefore there are stereotypes Malchus, and and uh, the the and when Kashbaku will be mevatel the, the Malchus, then Kashbaku will be lemelach akalaretz. But anyway, Hashem echor shmei echor. And I want to add, I saw the sefer recently that he has. I mean, it says that boy Hashem akalaretz. But anyway, Hashem echor shmei echor. So yes, can it be that Kashbaku is not the melach akalaylam? So he says. The that which is his ability to rule by force dominates the world that is independent of whether people like it or not 
when Akadosh Baruch declares Edom to be bottled, but the Edom wants it or not, it's bottled. Akadosh Baruch declares Yovan to be bottled, it's bottled. All of those in Yonim, there is no factor of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, the lack of power of Akadosh Baruch But the Malchus is where the world, like it's very famous, uh, from, it's much earlier than the guy, Malchus, Malchus means where the world itself declares Akadosh Baruch where the world shows HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As long as you have the Dal of Malchus, it means there are areas of the world, specifically the fringes, that proclaim by the very being HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not Melon. That the world is has parts to it that are stira. Um, the Kolzman She'el Dal of Malchus, Moishlim Ba'olam, and Kveda Hashem is Baruch Nikla Ba'olam. And as long as these Dal of Malchus are in the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not Nikla. Lekach Elu Dal of Malchus, so these mal from this chisar is recapping. The ein chisar as a mitzvah Hashem is from the oil, like before. The as a kasa base so he is um, coming to, to he's recapping what he said until now. These Dalat Malchus come that's what we saw in the Bria. They are four ways away from Akadish Baraku and they are steritas Malchus, and as long as they are there, the Malchus doesn't stand. Then he continues. There's a very, very important um, point over here. The, the, there's a Shaila in the Rishonim that uh, in himself, the Malas, how come we say Dal Malchus and not Yishmuel? What about Yishmuel? Yishmuel is, is a Malchus. What about Mitzrayim? I mean, Mitzrayim was plenty wicked, and why don't we say five Malchus? Why don't we say six Malchus? Yishmuel actually is a big Shaila in the Rishonim. Davnezer does include it. Different, but he, so he says later on the following. The common denominator of these Dal Malchus is that they took the Malchus away from Klal Yisrael. Um, and let's explain that. Fine, it's true. Mitzrayim never took it away from Klal Yisrael. Uh, Yishmuel didn't take it away from Klal Yisrael. They fought Klal Yisrael. These Dalat Malchus were a succession. Klal Yisrael lost it to Babel. Babel lost it to Paras. Paras lost it to Yavim. Yavim lost it to, to Rome. What, what, so what's the significance that they took it from Klai Yisrael? Like, big deal. If, you know, fine. It's, 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 if the wicked, they're all wicked. Um, big Malchus, Yishmael is a tremendous Malchus, Mitzrayim was a tremendous Malchus, and so on. What's the Pshat they took it? The Pshat is like this. Let's say um, somebody was the, was the uh, strong man in town for, for a long time. And then I overthrow him. That does not show a chisar in, in me. Uh, this person had a head start on me. He was the, the, the mayor in town. He was the strongest person in town. And I came along and at some point I overthrew him. That's not pointing out that I, it was a weakness of me that I wasn't king till now. I wasn't around. I didn't try or whatever. Once I become, once I become uh, a melech, or whatever it is, a strong person, a ruler, and somebody takes it away from me, that person exploited a certain weakness of mine. This guy might have outfaxed me. This guy might have outwrestled me. This person might have um, outbought me. 
each one that took it from me, it means that he was pointing at something lacking in me. Anything that, let's say somebody else sets up a shop, for instance, somebody else, I, I set up a shop here and I make a million dollars a year. And somebody sets up a shop a hundred miles away and makes a billion dollars a year. The, the two don't have real cash with each other. It's, if the guy opens up a cross for me and he draws away business from me, so there I see a chesaron in me. The fact that I made a million here, he made a billion there, I don't see yet anything to do with me. It's his strength. And I don't know, I don't know if it's a weakness of mind to explain it, it could be in a better location, or whatever. The Malchis that we're talking about here are not the wicked, bad, terrible people, even those that plague Kalah We're talking specifically about this phenomena where in Toiv you have problems. The, 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 uh, the, 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 at every edge something is unraveling and you, and you have a problem over there. That expresses itself in the Malchis that came and destroyed those Malchias that unraveled different threads in Klal Yisrael um, were a simonim of where the Malchus is, has, has problems. Let me give it a mushal that I think, in a historical perspective, something that, that I always have strong feelings about. Klal Yisrael goes through a tremendous amount of Tkufis. Uh, I mean, our history is, is, is awesome in, in the Tkufis and, and the happenings and so on. There are two types of events. One type of event is kingdoms that turned against us. Spanish Inquisition, England threw us out, France threw us out, Germany persecuted us, not once, not twice, but plenty of times. We were tossed about here, tossed about there, the Muslims were against us, for us, pro us, against us, fine. Those are all different forces. So, as from a, from a, a sharp point of view, those are the Sionists that sent us. Big Tzadikim and big Bali Ruch HaKodesh are able to say that this came because of this, this came because of this, this came because of that. Fine. Those are, those are in Yon MLP Nister. Not, we don't have that capability. Whatever Gedolim told us, they told us. Fine. There's another area that I think is important to understand when you, when you, when you learn, uh, when you look at Jewish history and it's been a nice start of there. There were a lot of problems over the generations with Claudius or themselves having uh, Rifion, having weaknesses. Um, whether it was the Haskola, whether it was secular Zionism, whether it was any movement that sort of, whether it was socialism or communism in, 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 in the, in the uh, turn of the century, the last century. Those are all things that a person has to ask himself, what happened? So it's very easy to say the outside factors, which is fine. That's, that, you know, definitely always were outside factors. But how did it happen in How did people in, in the 1800s or the late 1700s stop believing in Torah? How did Amuna unravel? And Amuna and Torah and Torah in, in, in the Amitas of Torah. How did the, 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 the communism creep in? And how did, how did secularism creep in? All of those point a certain chisarin in what we had established. Now, when a person establishes a defense system, and then somebody invades the defense system, so yes, the other person is strong, but I, I have to ask myself, it's, it's, it, you, get, you gain nothing by cursing the person that invaded it. You have to ask yourself, where was the whole defense? Every, I, I, somewhere along the line, I think HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ke'ilu keeps inspecting what we constructed and keeps pointing out where there was an akud of chisarin that allowed something to unravel. Learning, learning from the mistakes is understanding if the Dalad Machis took over, each one exploited a certain weakness. And that chisarin is there. And once we come to grips with it, you acknowledge it. It's like the marshal, um, any type of diagnostics. I, in my days, I still remember 
the way they checked for cavities many, 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 many years ago was they had like a little bellows that they would blow on the tooth. And wherever you jumped and it hurt, there was a, there was a cavity there. Now, somebody would say, well, the dentist is just, uh, the dentist is, is, is just uh, say this. No, he's looking for how to hurt you. No, where you jump is a sign that he's hit on something. I remember as a kid, I used to think, after they finished with the bellows, they used to have the, these prongs, which they still use, um, you know, to, to, I used to think that he makes holes for business with the prongs. That was my, uh, uh, yeah. I, I always thought, like, why does he keep digging in deeper and deeper? Like, like why didn't he just pass over it? Uh, like, I used to think that he sort of digs in a little cavity to give him business for, or, or, or whatever. But the terrorists, those, those are the weak spots that there's something there. So, those Hisraelis, Okay, so we're specifically looking for Malchus that took it away from Klal Yisrael. This Uma, Klal Yisrael, represents Kvoide Yisparach. That's the Metzius. The Metzius of Klal Yisrael is Kvoide Yisparach. And the, those Umas that took away the Malchus are the ones that are Ke'ilu they are the place where there's a weakness in the existing Kvachimayim that allows for non-Kvachimayim. And these poor Malchis that took Malchus away from Kaisal are Kilo Astira to that. Lamashal. Bavel said, you know, worshiping God is nice, but if you got a, if you have a service to worship, it's even better. Para said that 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 if, if you dig into the chumris of this world into the shulchan world, then then it's better. Yovan said that if, that chachma is, is a better deal. Edom had his particular angle of ra. All of those are by taking the malchus Yisrael away. They're saying, you see, at this point we're superior. Even though there is something good in these in, in these Malchias, Okay, I, I want to explain this because it's a very important point. It's a it's a point. Um, it's a it's a important point because some degree it's still it's still no gear now. The first thing he says is even though they all have something good, still. Um, why is he forced to say that they have something good? The answer is because since we're talking about Malchias that straddled the border of Emes with Klai Yisrael, there must be something good there. We're not talking about an alternative Malchus where a person sets up a Malchus. For instance, if somebody develops a completely alternate set of ideas, we say that good is, 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 is the thing we should run after. And somebody says, gets up he, 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 with his own philosophy, bad is something you should run after. So there, I could say there's absolutely nothing worthwhile in, in what he's saying. But let's say somebody's coming from my base marriage. He's learning Taira, and he says, Lefi this, I have a different maskana. So I can't say it's entirely worthless because he's coming from where I'm coming from. These Dalit Malchis are straddling the fence and they're saying, Chachma, okay, but there's a Chachma that's Chitzainis. Um, Malchus, yes, but there's a Malchus Arasha, uh, 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 and, and so on. The, 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 there must be something good because that's the nature of these Dalit Malchus, the way the morale just described them. I want to elaborate on it on a practical note because it, it is something that people hear often. You, you hear this statement constantly. 
there, Judaism believes there's something valuable in everything. And there is value in Chaf Masum And there is value in this, and there's value in that. We, we're not isolationist or insulationist or this. We believe in, in the Yaifi that's there and there's, there's good in everything and so on and so forth. Like all statements, because it's a mixture of good and bad and it's a very general statement, it's hard to argue with it. it it's hard to argue with it because it, 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 that statement does have something true to it. And there's a statement in Yiddish where I say that a halba emis is a gansalig. A half a truth is a total lie. What it means is like this. In, is, is there in the Chachm of the world forget about science a minute which is a very different type of Chachm but in, in philosophy in ideas and thoughts that people who were deep and thoughtful came up with is there value obviously there are things of value in it but that doesn't mean that swallowing it lock, stock and barrel is good because what, what it means is the following the, the, the philosopher might have discovered a train of thought that's true but not for the purpose that he's harnessing it. He's saying the main thing a person can do is seek pleasure. That statement is true only if you harness it to the idea that pleasure exists only in, in Olam Haba. If, if that means, therefore, get in Olam Haza, Mr. Shalom says that that can't be a of because it, it never ever gives a person real fulfillment. So here you have a statement where if you learn it as philosophy and you take it the way it's written, it's Sheker, but it's built on something that's Emes. Lenivra Adam Elis Anik in the Muslims of Sharim is a true statement. But that, that was, uh, Epicurus had the same statement. They agree. Uh, they, you know, they, the, the line of Muslims of Sharim exists in both philosophies. The difference is, well, what are you doing with that trend of thought? Where are you taking it to? Just to say that, that studying, in, 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 you know, Chachmas is valuable is a terribly misleading statement because unless you know how to sift the, 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 the Emes from the Sheker, then, then Adrava, you're much worse off. So, uh, so understanding um, the worst, uh, for instance, a person has no medicine, is and he needs a medicine, he's in trouble. But w- let's say he goes to a pharmacy that had just had a, it was just flooded or whatever, and all the bottles are mixed up. That's much worse than not having any medicines because he could actually get poisoned. You know, his heart needs a stimulant, and not only is not getting a stimulant, but he's getting something that that that, that slows it down, that that's relaxing. The the chachma the problem with with the chachma begayim tamin or the tarayvus of toiv these malchias all have an agenda. There, there, any any chacham of umasoylam besides the, the wisdom that was aimed on, he's got his agenda and he's taking that same chachma use of his agenda. And unless the person has that tremendous insight where he can pass the agenda from the etzem observation, then then, you think, then it's much worse. So, so the statement that there is good things outside the Malchus, outside the, the, the Yisrael, yes, Chazal said so, and like the Maral says, anything anything that's sort of intersected with Yisrael, at the point of intersection you're dealing with Toy. The question is, but if you just swallow it and you don't have that awesome Amkus to be able to, to, to sift out one or the other, th- then you're much worse off. So the, there is a phenomenon of Dalat Malchus that share a border with Yisrael, and in that um, it, the Edom is a very organized person. Is Seder something good? Very good. Seder, all the also speak about how wonderful organization is. The Germans were master organizers. So, will someone say, well, the Germans were murderers, but they, they get an A-plus for Seder and Nikayon. They were very clean and organized. They took cleanliness and organized an organization and, and moved it to, to Ra. You can't just say, oh, here's an example of, of, of orderliness and cleanliness. You know, everybody's marked off, everybody's checked off. Understanding that 
the the the, the starts when the rab this dalmari start when you take the kudos that are of emis and move them over instead of pointing inwards you you take that same that same nekuda and you and you start an arrow pointing outwards. Okay. Yesterday we spoke about the Indian of the the good that is in the Dalad Malchus, and we explained why it is Balkarfov that each one of the Dalad Malchus has to have some element of toiv, and uh, he explains that the Cholza is Leimutzer Leimidufsham. Now he continues over here. Ki ikar kvoidei mashisparach echad beilamai veinzulasay davazem imaytin haumais. The etzim mitzias of Akadosh Baruch Hu's is that he's one. Akadosh Baruch Hu's mitzias expresses itself as echad, and the the chisarin that the umas uh, bring about in kavod shemayim is that they are hefach echad. And like we've explained many times, the avodah is ultimately ribui. The etzim avodah is called olihima cherim because. The very, very foundation of Avodah is that there is something besides. Forgetting about what or whom or whatever, the Acher itself is the is already the, the Chisar. I mean, from Echot to Acher is the is the hevel between Akharish Baruch to Avodah So any Uma, any any Koach in the Bria, the the way in which it's pregim in Akharish Baruch is by saying that there's another Mitzias. Klal Yisrael is Am Echad, and that's Merum is in, in the Pasik Amzu Yotzartali Tilosis Aperu. Akash Baruch who created Klal Yisrael Chvaidoi, and then Mesaper the Tilos of Akash Baruch Hu. Kimasha Oma Amzu, where's the Rams in the Pasik? The word Amzu b'mispara yud gimel b'mispara echad. Zu is a thirteen, the gematria thirteen, and the, the gematria of echad is thirteen. Ki Yisrael am yud gimel shvatim shevet levi. Klai Yisrael thirteen. Kefaim umnasha shleim. Kefaim umnasha considered two, and you have thirteen. Ukemoishu milas echad kenayah shvatim. I want to explain this a little bit because it's an important insight over here. The Metzias, what does it mean, Klayisos am Echad, and therefore they are Mesapra, the Kshvach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Echad, and so on. We started yesterday when we said that Kalal Yisrael's Maila is that there are different Inyanim. In Kalal Yisrael itself, you have different elements parallel to the different elements of the Umas Ha'ilam, which is something that Klayisos is unique that has all of all of the tchunas of Umas Ha'ilam, Mehem Kahanim, Mehem Malachim, and so on, they're all in Kla Yisrael. So let's try to take something that is uh, Lemaisa, so to speak. Let's take a, a, an example, Maisis, and, and show it. Let's say you have a person, and a psychologist looks at a person, and he says, this person has the following uh, drives. He wants attention, he wants money, he, he has physical needs, he likes to eat a lot, and so on. So in the person himself, there is the person, the physical person likes to eat. There is the ambitious person that likes to be successful in business and, and, and make a lot of money. There's the person who needs, the social person who needs recognition from other people. And 
the person has a very he has a streak of kind-heartedness and likes helping people. These are all different chunas, and they're all a pchina vayisoitzav What do I do now? It depends. If I'm very hungry, I go to eat, and I forget about everybody else. If I'm if, if somebody needs a lot of help and it's a big rachmanis and I'm not that hungry, I go to help the person. The different chunas in a person come out in different ways. The person has a mean streak in him, an angry streak, so some provokes it, I really let loose, I fly off the handle, and I let go. All of these are different chunas in a person, and what I see is a composite of, of different natures. A person who's, who worked on himself, and, and we look at him and say, ah, this person is B'Tselem Kim, then there's one seichel that controls everything, and the seichel has a certain Havana, a certain Fisa, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Torah and a certain paradigm of Tzalom Alakim, and like this. Physical needs are taken care of in this way. It, the, 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 the framework for physical needs is from point A to point B. From point B to point C, emotional needs are met this way. If that's in place, then we have this. Everything is directed and controlled for one point, and then all of those Tchunas and Kayafas are one Inyan because it's one person using a lot of different kaychas and so on. If a person walks down a street and he sees uh, a music store and he sees uh, a, a um, luncheonette and then he sees a, a, uh, a, a postal office and something else, those are five different offices, five different stores, and each one is doing its own thing. And each one's got its own schedule and its own, its own politics and it's everything on its own. If you walk into a corporation and there's a mail department, there's a cafeteria, and there is uh, every other department, there's a sales department, a manufacturing department, they all are synchronized because there's one person controlling and saying, okay, cafeteria will be closed when we want the workers to work. Between uh, 9.30 to 12.30 in the morning, cafeteria is closed. The cafeteria down the street will open them because it knows that's when the workers like to slip out to buy something. But if it's synchronized inside the building in, by the same company, then we say, okay, when we want people working, we don't want them lounging cafeterias. So cafeterias closed from 9.30 to 12.30. In, in, in a metzius of a person who worked on himself, all of his kaychas are synchronized. And, and you say, ah, this is one person with different tools and different needs, and, and that's how he flips them around. When a Kaddish Baruch Hu create the Umas HaOlam, each one has their own thing. And they sometimes clash, sometimes they have not do with each other, and sometimes they cooperate. But you can't say it's one Metzius of a world. So if somebody looks at the world around them, just like all the Kaychas are different, the, the, the laws of economics and the laws of nature and, and the, the history are all different disciplines that have not do with each other. It's the same thing the Umas HaOlam. Each one is a separate Umas. Each one is not do with the other one. When you see Kalal Yisrael, and each Shevet has a certain makam, and the Shvatim are one Uma, so then you see Amechot. Klaus is called Kahal Goyim. We saw Shabbos in the streets. Kahal Goyim, they are uh, a, a lot of Shvatim. The Shvatim come out of Klaus Yisrael. It's a, Klaus Yisrael is an Am Echot of Yud Beis Shvatim, or Yud Gimel Shvatim. That's what it is a Klaus So the Yoifi of Klaus Yisrael, or the Yichud of Klaus Yisrael. Klaus Yisrael, Umika Amcha Yisrael, Goy Echot Ba'aretz, on the one hand, Goyechadwarz means unique, they're the only nation, but also that Kalayasol is the only Ummah where all the Nekudos together are one. And Bimela, the, the, this Midah, and this Midah, and this Midah, and this Midah all become one Indian. So that's why Kalayasol is called Amzu, the, um, it, the Misper Yud Gimel, which is Kenegad Echad, which is Misper Yud Gimel. Also, in the word Zu itself, the word Zu is when you can point something out very sharply in focus. Elo 
is many. Amzu is when you point at something and you're focusing, zeroing in at something. That's another remis, so to speak, that it's one ummah. The mispa is yud gimel, and that's and that's why yud gimel is uh, echad. That in the gematria of the word echad. Somebody once said, uh, they once told the litvish uh, Adam Chashev that the reason why chasidim wear a streimel with thirteen pieces is because thirteen is gematria echad. So this person asked, very optimistic, so why don't they just wear one piece? And without gematria, it will be echad. Like, why do you need a gematria of 13 pieces for? Uh, um, I'm not that familiar with shrimals either, but uh, I, I, I'm not aware if you can get a piece of fur that big. But for, for, but for better first, I'd like to relate to the shayla. The chiddush of Kaisal is not that the echad. It's the echad out of Aleph and Ches and Adal. Now explain it. He explains it. Ki Yisrael am Yudgev Oshvatim Shevet Levi, Kefayim Nashashtaymei. Ukemoyishu milas echad, kenayashvatim. The Shvatim are one, exactly like the word. Why? Shevet Levi, who Shevet Miyuchot Veniftol Mishara Shvatim. Shevet Levi is unique from the other Shvatim and has its own Metzias. That's one. So the Aleph and Echad is connected to Shevet Levi. If that's my connected to Echad, Shevet Echad, Shevet Vaches, it's connected to the Yemos, but they Rachel Lea Ches, and that's another Metzias. Shehoyu Ches Zulas Levi. So you have Echad is 1, 8, and 4 going from center to outer layer to periphery. That is the Tzura of the Echad. And it's important because just like when you had the Shvatim, the Golem lined up, threes, four Ruchais, aligning them properly is really the side of Echad. Aligning the different Shvatim that they face together towards a common point is really the Metzias where the, it, 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 they become Echad. Just, it's not one lump, it's 13 different Goyim, or 12 or 13 different um, uh, Goyim, uh, uh, Shvatim, that when when they're arranged in the proper Surah, then they're Echad. That is the Metzias of Klal Yisrael as being Echad. The, um, and by the Golem, the Seirat Golem was very, very important, because again, having it, pr- the only way you can get them to become one is by understanding how to align them so that they become one. A, 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 a certain remise about this, you find in Chazal that when Yaakov Avinu had his children around him, so it says they were standing around him, and the 12 Shvatim sur- surrounded him, and he said, he, he wanted to be Megal to them what the Achazayim uh, would be, and they said, uh, he, he lost his Ruch HaKadosh, and then he said, Shem Psul, maybe he wanted to use Puzzle. So they said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Al-Ken Hashem Echad, Keshem Shem Belibcha Echad, El Echad, Kach Belibbeinu Ein El Echad. And he answered, Baruch Shem Poit Machus Alon Ved. The Pshad is, the Shvatim was surrounding Yaakov. And if there was a Psul around it, in any one of them, there'd be no Ashwas Ashkina. They said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Al-Ken Hashem Echad, that Hashem is Echad, through the centerpiece. In other words, when they were facing the center, the Kuda, of Yaakov Avinu, that's when they said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Akein Hashem Echad. The word Shema Yisrael always is, 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 is strange. You know, Shema Yisrael means either Yisrael Saba or, or Kla Yisrael. What do you mean Yisrael Saba? Why Yaakov Avinu? I mean, we're reenacting like by Yaakov Avinu. Why? Shema Yisrael, we say that happened once, that that's what they said to Yaakov. So, 
I mean, why repeat it? Shema Yisrael is a very, very essential kriya. It's not the chazor of a parsha. It's, it's, it's the chrezat that Kodesh Baruch is echad. So, so, you're right, it happened once with Yaakov Avinu. Why always are we hopping Yaakov Avinu? The Territ says the tzura of being mekabel achduza yisparah, of being mekabel amashamayim, always goes through the central nekuda. The Maral speaks about Levi. He's one central nekuda because, because he was taken nivdal and, and he was chosen really to be mamshik in a sense. The others, like the Rambam says by Yaakov, that the Indian of Amuna he passed on to Levi. But he, the ultimate was Yaakov is the one Sherish and the Shvatim turned to the Nakuda Merkazis and they all say Shemechad. And that is when Yaakov could say Baruch Shem Khuzalam Vred. that would talk about it will explain just the draft of it. Sh- Shema Yisrael is the Shvach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or, or Shema Yisrael is probably the, um, the, the, the Emunah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Echad. Baruch Shem Kvayt Lachusoy is the Shevach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mispashet to all their Lamas. The Shem Kvayt Lachusoy is where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Nikr in the whole world. That's what Baruch Shem Kvayt Lachusoy is. So they, lo- they were standing on the periphery, so to speak, in the circle, pointing towards the middle and saying Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKadosh Echad the Aveda of the Shvatim was to point back to the Sherish and to be Ma'achet Shema Yisbarach and, and Yaakov Avinu was the Shevach of Yaakov Avinu was the Hispashtus into the Shvatim and once again the, the, we spoke yesterday a little bit about it when people say that there are many Mahalchim and many Drachim uh, to be over Hashem and everything is important and you can find a Kodesh Baruch in science and you can find a Kodesh Baruch in technology and in sports and in whatever you want um, yes provided that it starts with Shema Yisrael if the foundation is that a person says I'm a this and that's also good Hashem wants this also and I'm a this Hashem wants this also that's not true when a person starts with a Muna when a person starts with Hashem Echad and then he follows it outwards, so then the hispashtus is from the Sherish. The real problem is, is it genuinely hispashtus from the Sherish, or is it just lash onto it? And, and uh, without saying Shema Yisrael, then you don't have Baruch Shem Kodesh uh, Only on Yom Kippur, when Shema Yisrael is as intense and as sincere as you can be, is Baruch Shem Kodesh the same weight of, 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 of outside. And they were created for that reason. Also, the Kaisal um, is called Atem Eidai. The, the being made that Akarish Baruch Hu is Echad takes place in a few ways. It takes place in the ways we, we said over here. It takes place in another way also. We, we speak about Akarish Baruch Hu's Ashkacha. Akarish Baruch Hu's Ashkacha process that keeps going and so on. The shallow, the, the more shallow Havana of Ashkacha process is that Akarish Baruch Hu is always there for us. Akarish Baruch Hu is always doing things. Akarish Baruch Hu is. Is, is saving and doing nisim and iflas and so on and so forth. It's true, and the understanding of that is that each each individual case is sort of a pella and a nais of Akadosh Baruch Hu that he's doing something. There's another angle to it. Akadosh Baruch Hu's hashgacha means that there's some sort of continuous thread to Klal Yisrael's history. 
It's not only the Pshat that HaKadosh Baruch intervened and saved numerable amounts of times and so on. Klal Yisrael is made that Hashem is Echad because there is an ongoing Hashkacha, which means that it ties together one. HaKadosh Baruch was part of you from Mitzrayim and was growing you from Rav and brought you to Eretz Knan and built the base of Chira and, and, and took you out of Golos Bavol and, and saved you from this and that. But there was one Mahalach. Atem Eidai is that there's one Mahalach of Hemshech. The very fact that the Dalit Malchis are taken away from Klai Yisrael and the fact that they are breaking Klai Yisrael means that they are taking away that Metzius of Achtos. It's not a Hemshech because we broke into the middle. We stopped it. It was, it, it was a fluke. Klai Yisrael had its day in history and now we're there. So the etzim fact that they take away from Klai Yisrael is also seen as being breaching the Achtos. That Akadish Baruch Hu will, when he comes back, that's when Akadish Baruch Hu will be Echad. The, um, I, I want to add an Akuda here. That, uh, it's, it's an Akuda that I see the Futter writes about. And, and he has a mimer here. So, you know, others write a little bit like it. D- that mitzias of the Dalit Malchus breaking into the pattern sort of seems to deny Hashkach of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We say Hakadosh Baruch Hu is out of Mitzrayim. Fine. Hakadosh Baruch Hu brought us into Israel. Fine. Knan helped us conquer Knan. Good. Fine. Till the end of the Mikdash, then Bavel stepped in, and Yavin stepped in, and Parah stepped in, and Rome stepped in. So that shows the Chura that all that Hashkach was not. It's because you see, it came to an end. It got broken. When it does, when it does come back to Klai Yisrael eventually, so it'll come back to Klai Yisrael with a vengeance, meaning that we're going to see the Mafreya that this whole time there was an ongoing Ashkacha that brought back the Malchus. Just like if you, if somebody is attacked by somebody, and then for a few weeks nothing doing. And then all of a sudden, you begin to win because you had already um, parachuted somebody here, and you already prepared something here and something there. It's Megal Mafreya that the three weeks of quiet was really preparation. You were fighting the war those three weeks also, but Behesta. So. Th-